Hey, party people, have you joined our Discord server yet? You can meet fellow party people and interact with our cast and crew to talk about all things Encounter Party, both this first Ravnica campaign and our new campaign, which is a television show available on the Dungeons & Dragons Adventures channel. To learn more, head on over to our website at EncounterParty.com or check the links in the show notes. Now, enjoy this episode of Campaign 1 of Encounter Party. Warning, our show features very strong language and graphic depictions of violence, so listener discretion is advised. Last time on Encounter Party! Narrowly escaping death by digestion, our players stumble upon a dire situation. Their Boros reconnoiter is in fact a dwindling hovel of starving soldiers. What's worse, the worm has not abandoned its chance for supper. Trapped in a fort with nowhere to run, can they escape the danger outside as well as within? Find out this week on Encounter Party! So here we are in this dilapidated Boros garrison with nothing but a skeleton crew and a severe lack of command. Uh, worrying still, it looks like you guys have some civilians to contend with. Uh, where's this rancid person? I have no idea. We should go find him. He's not in any of the... He might be in one of the watchtowers or... The trade Trading post. Still haven't, or the trade post. Still yeah, yeah. the trade post. Or the civilian barracks. Didn't actually search the stables. Could have been chilling under a hay bale. Not likely, but... They're empty. I yeah. said that they were empty. <laughs> if there was a character in there, I would have proceeded with a game mechanic to find a character in the staples. They're empty. There's nothing there. Considering the nature of the worm, it could be better to prioritize finding the person that's messing around underground. Agreed. So while all of you are doing that, Xenia is still hanging out with Dr. Valzapati and trying to create... Valzapati. Vi Hold on. <laughs> Just Xenia has a history of not pronouncing names correctly, yeah, so I'm just letting yeah, it go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, I, uh, please excuse me, Dr. VL Zippity. <laughs> and she's like, look, okay, we got to start thinking outside the box about this worm business. Because if we take care of the worm, we can just walk outside. I'm bored. I want to leave. So she and Dr. VL Zoop. Badoop. <laughs> <laughs> are in his uh, workshop trying to build um, uh, something metal, um, putting together these metal scraps to try and conduct some electricity that they can potentially focus at the worm from a watchtower the next time he surfaces. Um, he kind of stares at you blankly and says, uh, my dear, I already have rejection nodes down underground. As of right now, the worm is not going to come up through the middle of the fort, but that's all I've been able to manage to do. Well, but what about from the watchtower? What, what if we get, what if- They're already in the ground. I'm not going to pull them out. Or the worm is going to come up from the ground. Could we throw an animal to the front of the fort, follow me, <laughs> right outside the gate, so it's outside, Worm feels the tremor. Worm comes up to eat the thing, thinking it's one of us. We zap it. 
Okay, uh, first level researcher, I just want, if, yeah, first of all, he very clearly addresses you as a first level researcher. First Respect. level researcher, number one, there are no more animals left in the fart. Number two, Anybody we don't do really you care have about? any idea how fast a worm can eat something? It swallows it whole, it doesn't even bother to chew. You have like no time. Oh, electricity, yes, yes, yes. Do you have any idea the amount of wattage that we would need to Fry a worm! I have tried everything. I'm not a stupid man. Well, no, clearly. I'm not trying to insult your intelligence, sir. Thank You're you. Obviously keeping yourself entertained in a fort full of dullards. That being said, I think it would still be fun to play with. All right, all right. This uh, blacksmithing is not very fun for me anymore. Uh... Okay, uh, we need to think about what we can do here, and we need to make a plan. Um, but uh, the problem is, the only power I've been able to generate is stuck in the nodes underground for the rejective rods, so uh, I can't even do anything with that without Rancid helping me dig them out. And who is this Rancid character? Oh, he's a uh, spelunker who likes to hang around and do all sorts of stupid stuff. He smells just as bad as he looks. Yeah, what does he look like? I want to find him. Uh, there's a reason we call him Rancid. You'll smell him before you see him. All right, Doc V. This has been fun. I'm going to find this asshat, and I'll get these nodes, because somebody's got to have a party, and I think it's you and me. Uh, yes, this has been great fun, uh, being accidentally trapped inside the fort for my remaining days. Having a wonderful time. Imagine if we do this quickly, you're not going to die that soon. <laughs> and Xenia wanders off to find the troop, all the while sniffing the air to see if she can smell anything particularly gross. Yeah, you uh, you walk outside in the fort and you can see the collective group of people, I'm assuming, were making our way to the trading post. Yeah. Yes. So you guys make your way into the trading post and you happen to see two figures inside. Uh, one of them is pretty gross. And, All right. And the other one is uh, a middle-aged woman. Um, both of these are human, um, and she is hanging out behind what would be sort of a, a retail counter. Um, there looks like whatever few remaining supplies the fort has access to are probably partly in here. All told, it's a very barren place to be. And she kind of sees you guys coming in who you can probably identify as Rancid, is having a very one-sided conversation with her, pretending he's a lot smoother than he actually is. Mm. Um, and she is trying to busy herself with something, but obviously can't avoid him in their current situation. But she seems uh, very excited that you guys are here. And she goes, Oh, hi. Uh, hi. You're new. Heard the ruckus. She kind of just opens her hands to kind of wave around and just be like, I... I don't know what I can do for you, but... Can you help me find a chest plate extender? And he... So Lauren gestures her over just to separate her from Rancid. Yeah. So... It's, it's not a real item. Oh. Um, she's like, I don't... Just what? come along with me, please. Okay, so, so she comes over. Where Where are you going to take her? It's a very small room. I guess to the opposite, opposite side of the room. Okay. Oh, so you're just physically separating her, and then everyone's going to kind of make a physical barrier casually between her and... Rancid, is that the plan? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. So she kind of wanders over to you, and, and she quickly picks up on you being like, 
this is not a thing. Just come sit with me for a moment. She's like, oh, okay. She's kind of admiring your armor. Ooh, shiny. Yes, this was personally made for me. Please tell me, from your point of view, I understand that there's things going on with these soldiers, but from a civilian point of view, how have things been here? Well, uh, it's been pretty terrible, I can tell you that. Um, probably wondering what a woman like me is doing here. Um, we got permission to set up a trading post inside the fort. We were primarily here to help uh, gruel civilian relationships. My husband uh, set up the trading post here because we thought it would be profitable for gruel and some of the wild people who considered it valuable to actually trade in resources. Um, on the whole, the gruel clans are rather fractured and there's a lot of marketing competition. So we set up the trading post here to, I guess, partly out of my husband's good heart, but also partly to make a profit. Um, we are technically civilians, but we deal with the Boros and the gruel. Um, unfortunately, eight months ago, my husband died and I've sort of inherited the trading post, not really in a situation to leave. And now I'm really not in a situation to leave. And since the worm attacks have begun, um, as you can see, we're slowly running out of supplies. What can you tell me about Rancid? Can you smell him? Unfortunately. Rancid, uh, his real name is Robert Ivory. I know. I don't think it's his real name. He's a self-professed explorer, claims to have braved all sorts of dangers and likes to dive the ruins of the rubble belt, claims he's actually been inside of a worm before, don't believe it. He's been leeching off the Boros Fort, using it as a safe haven. If he was really an adventurer, he'd be out there as it is now. Likes to spend more time telling stories about things that apparently happened than actually going out and doing them. Guy won't leave me alone. We'll see about that. If we need supplies to take care of the worm, can we please rely on you and your... and whatever you have left? Look, at this point, I've kind of just forsaken the idea of a business and wouldn't really mind a fresh start. I've kind of offered my resources to um, the colonel before he died. All I got to offer you at this point is like a bare amount of food that I'm running out of, some blankets, and a very, very small dwindling supply of booze at this point. If we get out of this, there might be an opening at Orzova for you. And then turns his attention away. And she sighs heavily as she knows what that means. And you can hear her kind of to herself just go, well, so that's how it ends, doesn't it? <laughs> It's very, very morose as a woman in her position is kind of just like, yeah, eventually I'm going to have to strike a deal with the only people willing to exploit me anymore. It's it's a rather dire situation for um, this woman. Hmm. Can we just get everybody together for a big group hug first? Just get big, morale up? Can we just, have a, can we just have a cookout? Get everybody together, please. Can we get a potluck together? I it's mean, a very dire situation. These people are stuck and dying. Honestly, that's not too far off from the idea that I had. A potluck dinner? Yeah. Groovy. What do other people want to do? So we've got Rancid. Hey, Rancid. <laughs> oh, he does not like that name. Ooh. So Rancid is the type of guy who is... Um, possibly was in shape at one point, but is now that sort of never really continued with the upkeep required to be an attractive dude. And so now he's just sort of portly, uh, but you couldn't convince him of that. He's still, I'm still in my prime. 
but he is he has clearly gone for a rugged adventuring look but it's not natural it's almost force so he's just sort of like gross and musky unshaven but i think if if he was to look in the mirror he sees you know rugged tom Selleck. yeah but instead it's just sort of like ron jeremy Lorzech was momentarily excited because he thought this might be a find broker yeah. out in the middle of the rubble belt and yeah. then sees the guy and goes, ah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, hey there. Tell me about these nodes. It's a difficult word for me to say. Nodes. Yes. So, the awesome... Dr. Zappity and I got together and came up with an amazing plan to keep the worm from tunneling up underneath the fort. With his ingenuity and my superior digging powers, we placed four rejection nodes underneath the fort that send a continuous electrical signal that uh, worms don't like. And I'm an expert on worms. And let me tell you, what they don't like is continual rejective electrical energy. Rejective is clearly not a word, <laughs> but, but you don't know that. Yeah. So, no rejective energy copy. Um, I'm curious. I thought you were going to call him out. Like, it's not a word. Absolutely not. She likes it. So, all right. I don't like rejective energy either. So, what would happen if we dug up just one of those nodes? Your worm food, lady. Do you have any more supplies to potentially build another node? I am not in control of those decisions because no matter how much I protest, nobody wants to listen to me. Who is in charge? Um, that's a very good question. I have no idea. So Lauren leans in and looks at I mean, at that that, uh, that Sergeant Elroy dude is in here, like, all the time. Is perhaps Master Sergeant Fikara Odrun? In charge of said materials now? My goodness, I think I am Xenia. <sighs> we don't want to have any consultation of wisdom. We just want to pull up notes. No, no, we don't no. want to pull it up. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 we're making a new one. We want access to the additional materials. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're not. The, no, yeah, uh, we're not. We would have built more if there are. Like, we scrapped it together with what we have. I'm not in control of that stuff. I just had a conversation with Dr. Zappity. When did the worm attacks begin? Uh, the worm attacks began about, I mean, they were kind of intermittent. About three months ago, they really started laying in. And that's when we, you know, I, I had, oh. So I was out surveying the ruins, exploring all of these amazing places. And I immediately recognized that something was not right with the clans. So I huffed it back here and immediately went to speak to the colonel. And I was like, you gotta listen to me now, man. Like you're all in serious trouble and no one wanted to believe me. And look what happened. Worm food. What was happening with the clans three months ago? A lot of raging activity. Something is, somebody pissed off something. I mean, we all know that the clans don't really gel together. But uh, something really pissed off the Zerta, man. They won't leave anyone alone now. So as an expert on wormage, is that how you put it? It is now. All right. As an expert. Uh, I believe the official term is wormology. 
as an expert on wormage and wormology. From the back, Paris goes, wormism. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I just got it okay for this. So as an expert on wormage, wormology, wormism, whatever, can you tell who is sending these worms? Like, which clan are they coming from? Um... Uh, okay. and, then, and then and then Mandy from the other side of the room just speaks up and she goes, worm callers. What? Rancid, worm callers. Right. Worms are summoned by worm callers. You are so incredibly helpful. Hey, I just do what I do. Obviously. And the Boros appreciates your service. I'm here to help whatever you need. I'm in. The, we are in the same position. We're like brothers in arms. We have got to get out of here. Right. Could you actually do me in a really huge favor? Yes, ma'am. The really big sinks in the mess hall? I need you to fill a huge sink with a bunch of water and scrub that sink while you're in it. It's the best way to clean those. Nobody tells you that's the best way to clean those, but it really is. I will do my best. Right. And I know it's And he sort of confusedly just sort of like wanders out of the trading post, like (laughs) trying to like, trying to like (laughs) with charades, figure out how he's going to do this, but. Square that round hole. Square that round hole. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now we've met everyone. (laughs) Okay. These are all of the people currently within the fort. We have, in terms of, like, dynamics, we have a, uh, we have Bud, who hates Steen for fully uh, acceptable reasons, because Steen got him gored by a slaughter horn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steen didn't mean it. But, I'm not saying, but, like, yeah. Steen's a jerk. Right, right, I'm saying, like, right. I would hate Steen, too. He also truly hates, where did I write that down? Private Gory, because either, because Gory was doing the colonel's daughter, uh, which Bud also seems to might have been doing the Colonel's daughter, uh, hypothetically. Mm-hmm. We have Gorham and Elroy who hate each other because Elroy sucks and Gorham probably did the right thing, but everyone hates Gorham because he's a minotaur. But also it was kind of implied that Gorham was working with Elroy. Oh, I thought it was implied that he oh, really? caught Elroy. Yeah. They were stationed in the same garrison. Yeah, yeah but they yeah. weren't like he wasn't working for Elroy on the illegal activities. He discovered no. the illegal activities yeah. yes. and turned okay. it. Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like a coup of the no. alcohol okay. branch. Yeah. Corporal Gorham did his duty. Right. After yeah. discovering he he ratted on his superior officer. Right. And, and then, through coincidence, they have both ended up here on separate occasions. And then we suggesting have, that Gorham is very recently placed here. We have Mandy. I'm sorry, that's a lie. You there is still one person you have not met. <laughs> oh, that's a lie. There's still one person you have not met. We have not been to the well, non-military. I mean, technically, barracks. we haven't been. Yeah, we haven't been to the civilian. Area. You have you have not been to the non-civilian bar- barracks. The civilian yeah. barracks. Okay. Right. So to finish that quick recap before we now go meet a final person, we have Mandy Graves who runs the trade post. Husband died eight months ago and has been kind of stuck here since, but moved here to help gruel civilian relationships, which is interesting. Of all the people- Um, Attempting to profit off of gruel civilian relationships. Sure, sure, They do still need to trade. Right. And not a lot of people are willing to do deals with the gruel. Right. So her husband's theory was that if they could establish a good enough and sincere enough relationship, 
that they could make a great deal of money by being one of the one of the premier sources of trade with the Gruel clans. High right. risk, high reward. Yep. Makes sense. And, and we, that they could they could play the competition between the clans off of each other. We don't know how husband died eight months ago. Mm-hmm. We have Rancid, who is an uh, excavator of sorts, spelunker of sorts, who discovered something weird with the gruel, so he thought, which we don't have a, a, a great sense of, and he came back, and now he's been stuck here as well. We're trying to get him to bathe. And then lastly, <laughs> we know that the worm attack started three months ago. Intermittently. In, it, well, they went from being intermittent to consistent yes. three months ago. Mm-hmm. And it has something to do, or at least Rancid thinks so. Sorry, Robert Ivory thinks so. Mm-hmm. Something to do with an escalation of conflict between the clans. Yes. As far as we know, four and a half days ago, they were still able to leave the fort. So it's within the last few days that these that it has gotten to this point. No, uh, it's been three months it's gotten to this point. They thought, yes. they thought there was a break in the attacks, which right. is why they left four and a half yes. days ago. Correct. Thank you. Private Steen thought there was a break, and he ended up getting two people killed, including Which was Colonel. a trap. Hypothetically, Zerta could have laid that plan. Uh, Hypothetically. Or he possibly could have misread it. Right. Either way, the youngest out. made a mistake, got two people killed, and one person severely injured. Yes. And if... If we accept the received opinion that the worm acts almost exclusively at the command of a worm caller, we need to figure out if anyone has seen a human outside the fort that is not affiliated with the fort within the past three months. Not to put a thing on it that might lead us down a really bad path, but we are about to be another person, but it's also possible that they're in the fort. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it is distinctly possible that they're here. Oh. Not saying that's the thing. Might be a complete red herring, but it is at least possible that they're in the fort. Still not a super fan of that, but a public execution is always fun. At this point, we can't trust anyone. Weird morals, man. Yeah, (laughs) treason. (laughs) So Lauren can appreciate that. Yeah, sure. Big alignment talk at the end of the season. Hey, you know when when you're in charge, things look much different. From the top of the pyramid than from the bottom. Is that what it's like as a DM over there? I'm just mad you're all still alive. <laughs> every every moment you still live is torture on my soul. No, I no, I love it. I love I the thing I love most about DMing is having a fuckload of secrets that you haven't learned yet. And with that, Perex will begin wandering towards the civilian barracks. Sure. Yeah. Everybody following? Yeah. Yes. Um, and just for your knowledge, mm-hmm. and this is purely to give us a literal eye in the sky, but Raven's just going to do his thing. And it's purely so that, like, if all of a sudden something's coming at the fort, we get a little notification. Oh, that's so Raven. <laughs> oh, gosh. Boo. <laughs> Landry's head fully in her hand. Boo. <laughs> we can't go back. <laughs> all right. So you proceed over across the parade ground to the civilian barracks. Yeah. And the door is already half ajar. Yes. Uh, As a note, depending on how it all goes inside of the barracks, I'd like to actually make an effort to move the civilians into the officers' quarters because at their near the gates and on the outside walls, they're actually really vulnerable. Uh, We can discuss that later. Okay. Okay. So you guys make your way over to the civilian barracks and the door is... Just like a little bit ajar, like the door isn't even closed. And you guys kind of open the door and peek inside. Give a knock. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hello. And inside, very quietly towards the back of the barracks, you see a very, very old 
gray-furred minotaur uh, just reading a book. Hello. And he just sort of um, picks his head up and, and sort of takes a big stubby minotaur sausage finger and just pulls very delicately down his glasses and looks up and says, Oh, hello. And your name and rank, soldier? Master Sergeant Vicara Odrun. Oh, I see they sent a new commanding officer. Not intentionally, but yes. Uh, did you all make it all right? We survived, yes. It was a bit of a rough journey, and we've met your pet worm. That's good to hear. Well, welcome to the end of your days, my dear. Oh, thank you very much for the welcome. And he, he, he like, creakily gets himself up off of the edge of this cot that he's sleeping in. And he is huge. He is bigger than you. He is a mountain. But he's also very hunched over and very, very, very old. And uh, he sort of stands as best of the attention that he possibly can. And he says, uh, My name is Brigadier General Kovics. Retired, ma'am. And gives you a very dainty, old, frail salute. Pleasure to make your acquaintance, Brigadier General. And I salute him. Unfortunately, I am no longer on duty, but if there's anything you need from an old war minotaur like myself, I offer my services. We may need your tremendous wisdom at this point. And thank you very much for your offer. Oh, you're very welcome. (sighs) Why are you here? In my retirement, I thought it best to come out here and experience a great deal of the wilds I never got to see before. I spent so much of my youth fighting the gruel that I thought perhaps I should do some good. I come from the Tazgul line of minotaurs, and there's great disparagement between my kind of those who tend to either find the value of the Boros Legion or those who tend to give in to their youthful rage and stay with the Gruul clans. I decided my twilight years would be spent trying to convert some of the more angry members of our race into the civility of Ravnica. And how much success have you happened to find? It's very difficult to convince youth that they don't need to be angry. What's the lifespan of a minotaur? Uh, minotaurs have a longer lifespan than humans. Now, I know, to not confuse the audience, humans live longer than they would in our reality because we don't know how long a year is. Um, elder humans have been known to live, like, 120, and that's sort of, like, an expected death age for humans. Um, but minotaurs can live slightly longer than that by, I'd say, probably about an extra 25%. So this dude is probably, at minimum... 140. And it was Brigadier Brigadier General Kovics. Kovics. K-O-V-O-K-S. He was from what what line again was he from? Tazgul. The Tazgul. Tazgul. Sorry, the Tazgrul. Grul. T-A-Z-G-R-A-L. Tazgrul. It is uh, different than the Ordrun line of Minotaur. It is um, unlike some some Minotaur lines are very exclusively within the Gruul. Uh, the Ordrun line is very specifically within Ravnica. They are a much more peaceful, Dudabound lineage of Minotaur. Um, the Tazgrul seem to be sort of split, where some of the more some of the more angry, violent types tend to find 
um, acceptance within the gruel to sort of act out on their personal rages, whereas some of the more calm, collected-minded members tend to shift toward the boros, where they can still satisfy the the minotaur enjoyment of rage and combat uh, and and physical labor uh, without you know sort of uh, falling prey to the bloodlust that is sort of inherent within minotaurs. I'm really insight. And that's not a very good insight. Yeah, that's like a 10. So. Uh, Pretty normal. Brigadier General, uh, you said you, you spent most you of You don't your- have to address me by my rank anymore, young man. Kovix, then. You said you, uh, you spent much of your career fighting the gruel. Yes. Would you, in all of your years battling the gruel, have a, a, would you say that you understand them at least a little? I thought I did. And were proven wrong? Uh, if you're talking specifically about the events that are surrounding us now, this is rather strange. We had someone tell us that the attacks really ramped up about three months ago. I'm wondering if you have saw anything in your past that would help explain that. Well, we've seen a high account of activity among the Zerta clan. We know it's the Zerta because they keep shouting it at us every time they try and do something. Well, yeah, it's pretty obvious. What's very curious about this is that the Zerta are making a high frequency of attacks to come and attack non-Gru clans. And they seem to be exercising a rather aggressive campaign without first attempting to supersede the Cyclops and take control of the Gru clan as a whole. The fact that one of the lesser guilds would rage so aggressively as if they were in control by itself is curious. Their first move should be taking over the Burning Tree clan, which is the current reigning clan within the Gruul. Are we for sure they still are? Yes, we are cut off, obviously, but I have received no indication to suggest that the Cyclops has fallen. Okay. Did... Three months ago, beyond the fact that uh, there was an increase in worm attacks, was there anything that happened separate from that here in the barracks? As far as the Boros Legion is concerned, no. This has been a pretty dedicated outpost because it was a place of authority. People relied on us to keep an eye on the gruel, and we were a buffer zone to prevent them and deter them from making any sort of foolish raids against the city proper. And for the civilians? Well, there's obviously uh, Mandy and her husband when he was alive, that trade agreement. I, I'm i not really sure what that situation was. It, it, it seems very logical to me, but I simply came out here to retire. Insight? I'm going to use a point of inspiration to redo that. That is a non-nat 20. Um... Retired Brigadier General Kovix seems far too tired to make an effort to lie. Just had to be sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're thinking the same thing I'm thinking. Pow out to the table. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, everybody. Yeah. What's up? So, all right, we've now met everybody. We have a whole bunch of information. Mm. And weirdly, what we don't have is a question. Ooh. Like, beyond how do we get out of here, right? Yeah. When It seems to me that the easiest way... To make that happen is to stop the worm from attacking. Yes. Right. Now, how do we go about doing that? There's some talk from Zappity about being able to... Well, all re- we know is that we have nodes that can reject 
the worm, at least from underground. Right. Yes. Right. So they have found a way to prevent the worm from coming up underground right. yep. and just eating everyone. If I may posit an idea. Yes. What if we take the nodes, turn them off, have the worm come inside the fort, and then turn it on and trap it within the fort? We know we can't kill a worm. Right, but we would have to abandon the fort is what I'm saying. I will allow you to have the advanced knowledge so that we don't have to role play through that incident. These things are not designed to be a trap. They are simply meant to repel it. Thank you. Um, to disrupt it in some way. So however worms find their way through the ground, it cannot sense this area as something that it can burrow through. So is there any conceivable way to make those rejection rods move? Because I was thinking that too, but they have to be powered. So we'd have to figure out how to power them while we move. All right, real bad idea here. Yeah. Real bad idea. What are the chances that we could recover any sort of wreckage from the bug mobile? Non-existent. Mm. Okay. It's so far away. Yeah. yeah. Right. What about the, um, well, back to the powered question. I mean, what are they powered by underground? Unclear. I mean, probably the, the fort, right? Like you run wires from the fort, however the fort gets Maybe? its energy. Well, I mean, we'll have to talk to Zappy. Yeah, that's yeah. a Zappy yeah. question. Who knows? It's like um, a potato. But if... Yeah, if there's any way to at least raise one, we could try and parcel these out so that we can evacuate the civilians and the surviving military staff with one. Hmm. And that's something that they can escort out as a safety measure, and we can take another one and march further in to try and find the Gore clan. Mm -hmm. That's true. We had talked that possibly there was a worm caller within the fort. I mean, it was a we posited the idea hypothetically. The only person, frankly, like... <laughs> If we're throwing around rampant accusations with no bearing, like the only person here who doesn't seem to have like a purpose that makes sense for somewhere in the story is Rancid. Shows up out of nowhere, says he's been inside a worm, has information about the Gruel clans. Like, doesn't make sense to me. That being said, there is no basis to believe that Rancid's a worm caller. He's just kind of an idiot. There's, there's also Steen, who, as much as I want to like that kid. Yeah, did get two people killed out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Could have done it on purpose for sure. So it is worth, because the most expedient solution is to kill the worm caller. If there's a worm caller. And if there isn't one, we may need to talk to Zappity about trying to dig up some of these rejection rods and seeing what we can do to make that safety net travel with us. Yeah, yeah, mobile. We can easily make sure that the people we suspect of being worm callers we can see where they're coming, if they are or not. I'm just putting that out there as an Orzov enforcer. As a uh, a question for, so, uh, Kovix. Hey, we all just took a weird, like, blank moment as characters. <laughs> he's like- He's asleep. He's already. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he, all of a sudden, we all flash back. Um, <laughs> um, <sighs> did any new Boros soldiers arrive about three months ago? Oh, no. Uh, the most- Recent attendee at the moment, there were, I think, a small collective. Uh, unfortunately, all those young men are dead, except for uh, Corporal Gorham is the only person from the most recent attachment. Uh, and Gorham and Elroy worked together in the past, but Gorham came later. Elroy was moved, and then Gorham was moved. Oh, is that true? Oh, that was a question for the DM, but I love that Kovix is here. Oh. <laughs> I had no idea. Great. 
I'm not a fan of that Sergeant Elroy. I know a bad ache when I see one. From what I can tell, you are not alone in this base. Yes. What do you know about Gorham? Corporal Gorham comes to sit with me quite frequently, actually. The humans in this fort are not quite nice to him and call him names behind his back. Mm, and to his face, from what I've seen. Yeah, that's very unfortunate. Usually, people are rather respected, but he is also a Tazgrel, and I don't think he's quite respected as much as you would imagine. It's unfortunate. He's a good soldier. He seems to be us. We may want to have a conversation. Yes. Should we go to your quarters? Certainly. And now, a quick word from one of our sponsors. You know, folks, blank walls can be pretty boring. So why not spruce up your home or office by heading over to ukiyopop.com. They have a collection of traditional Japanese prints inspired by today's comics, games, and movies. The gallery is viewable online for free, and prints are available for purchase. So head over to ukiyopop.com. That's U-K-I-Y-O-P-O-P.com. Tradition in a modern method. And now, back to the party. I would say that uh, a lot of time has been spent. We've had a very trying day, but I think this is the point where the DM announces that the sun is dipping behind the horizon and that we need to start uh, preparing to wrap things up because uh, the hours in a day are now important to keep track of Do for the horn. sake of Razelle's penance. Yes. So I think it's time to sort of wrap up. I think you guys kind of get the sense that some uh, food is being prepared and that there is definitely some grumbling that there are no, there's now like an additional seven mouths to feed. I kind of want to have like, I want to make sure everyone is at dinner. Although you guys do have your own rations. Uh, just command it. Um, yeah, you I can just... request the civilians. Um, it's very clear that that uh, Kovix is going to probably do whatever you tell him to, because I think part of him enjoys being involved in what's going oh, on. Yeah. But he's also trying very hard not to step on, on authority. He is officially retired, and he's trying not right. to be a general. Um, and I think part of him is probably relieved to see a Minotaur Master Sergeant come in and take over. I think you clearly get the sense that he is not going to step on your toes because it's important for you to grow as you're going to grow. Um, but he's very adamant that you should use him as a resource whenever you need something. Um, but as for uh, Rancid and as for Mandy Graves, they're going to come for dinner regardless because kind of all they have. So, right. um, But as far as you know, Mandy Graves, Rancid, and Dr. Zappity are not soldiers. Right. They are not members of the Boris Legion, but probably will listen to your authority regardless. Right. And I'm just going to straight up be as nice as I can be to them because there's no reason to be mean to them and, you know, obviously request their presence. So we'd like to assemble everyone into the mess hall. Yes, please. Great. Not can... the drawing room. Well, yes. <laughs> so Master Sergeant Fakara or Droon, you are going to make a general announcement or are you going to corral everyone personally? Corral everyone personally because okay. I wanted to be I wanted to be like a personal touch, like a, hey, I care. So you're gonna corral everyone into the mess hall. Yeah. Okay. So the only two people that you cannot find to personally corral are going to be Private Gory and Mandy Graves. Um, 
you soon discover in the actual cookhouse that uh, Private Gory has assumed cooking duties in okay. uh, probably whatever quartermaster or cook was stationed here is now dead. Um, and Mandy Graves, being a resourceful woman of an outpost, is sort of assisting. So the two of them together have been trying to figure out how to provide enough food for now twice as many people who were in this fort to begin with. Um, but everybody else uh, begins sort of mulling about. Um, everybody really just sort of comes in and there's some people are just sort of milling about just sort of waiting for you to kind of do what you're going to do. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll first check in on make sure that I'm assuming private Gory and Mandy Graves don't need any of my help. I'm assuming. Uh, no, but, uh, bud, uh, bud seems to be up walking around with, uh, with the help of, uh, Delania. Okay. He's, he's made it. Um, so with her assistance, he seems to be at least able to kind of be up walking around. Okay. So we got everybody there. Uh, definitely make sure that Sten and Bud are not anywhere near each other. Okay. I mean, everybody's sort of keeping their respective distance from anybody they don't enjoy. Right. Anyway. Right. Um, so. Um, and definitely make sure that Sergeant Doucheface, I'm sorry, Sergeant <laughs> Elroy is, I'll make sure he's there too. Yeah, everyone is there. Okay. Um, everyone is in the mess hall. Connected to the mess hall is the cookhouse. Right now, Private Gory and Mandy are in there preparing food for everybody, but they're still within your shot. Okay, I'll just basically stand and be like, uh, if I could have everyone's attention, please. Uh, I know there's not many of us, but thank you very much for being as resourceful as you have. This is a very difficult situation, to say the least. We're going to get you out of here. We're going to get ourselves out of here. We can do this. We're going to work together and we're going to do this. And thank you very much for welcoming everyone that came with me. And thank you very much for making me feel welcome. You are important here and you have not been forgotten. And we're going to make sure you all get home safe. There's a there's a very awkward silence. Uh, give me a performance check, please, with that, advantage. <laughs> That is going to be a 15. I think a 15 is enough to sort of stir the people who already kind of favor you. And you do, you do hear one of your biggest supporters, who is now the retired Kovics, who sort of, yeah, yeah, well said, my dear. Um, and, and a couple of people who've kind of taken to a liking to you are like, Thanks. Um, but some of the people like Sergeant Elroy or Bud or some of the more uh, grumpy people within the uh, fort are are not really inspired by what you have to say. But they're not I will him. give you a point of inspiration for the attempt as a player. I do enjoy it. But unfortunately, the situation is a little bit more dire than a rousing speech can help. And uh, after kind of an awkward silence, I think you just kind of see like Widget over in the side just kind of like, Oh, this just keeps getting worse. I completely forgot. I forgot Widget was here. Uh, I know. <laughs> That's goblinist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, He's just um, like, ah, oh, God, I've been everywhere. What's that word? I can't believe this is where it's all going to end. <laughs> uh, Time for food, unless anybody wants something else. Yeah. No, food and chatting casually with some people. Okay. Um, so you kind of get marshaled in a line through... Uh, to kind of get what is essentially just gruel at this point, some meal of some kind mashed into a paste, and it's kind of all anybody's got anymore to to feed this many people. Um, nobody's very happy about it. Everybody's kind of grumbly. 
and uh, everybody kind of gets shuffled in one at a time. Obviously, Delaney is helping Bud kind of get in. And there's some there's some fighting sort of in the way. Like, Bud seems to be pretty adamant that Private Steen is last at the end of the line, right? Like, there's a, there's a hierarchy order where nobody really, you know, Gorham lets Elroy in front of him surprisingly but there's there's some people there seems to be whatever whatever way that people can sort of squeak out victories against each other it's so petty but but you can see this sort of like speechless interaction between people as they try and keep their pecking order the way that it is even in how what turn order they're served food it's like the super macho way of like preserving the hierarchy yeah but a hierarchy that exists in a in a soldiers fort that is without leadership and even though leadership has come to place itself they're still you know in the wake of what's going on duty is almost worthless at this point so these personal squabbles have taken priority within these people's lives i would like to very pointedly go last and ask everyone if they have enough before i take my turn yeah if you decide to go last there won't be enough so if you have rations of your own that you would like to eat, but there is there is decidedly not enough for whoever is last. Okay. Which might be the reason that Bud was so adamant about Steen going at the end. That's fine. So by you doing that, you ended up giving Steen some food. Yeah, that's um, fine. But if you have your own private rations, you can eat them. Yeah. I mean, if I, if I don't have anything... During that dinner, I will not eat my private rations with everyone. Okay, but I will make sure to dine with everyone. So you're not gonna you're not gonna eat your ration. You're just gonna sit with everybody, but you'll eat privately later. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that inspires a lot of admiration between people. Actually, uh, Kovix does offer to share his with you, and actually, I would say that uh, probably Corporal Gorham also offers to share some of his. They're both willing to have a little bit less to give you some. That between the three of you, you could probably split two bowls of gruel. If they insist, I will. Great. So you do get to eat something. No constitution issues. So they are going to obviously sit with you. Um, The realities are not only are you now in command, but you're a female minotaur. So they're probably nice to speak to you. Perix is going to sit with Bud and Delania. Yeah. Steen is going to off to sit by himself because nobody really wants to talk to him right now. Uh, Rancid is going to continue to pester uh, Mandy Mandy. Graves. And Gory is actually going to sit there as well. And uh, Zappity is kind of sitting by himself wherever he damn well pleases. I go over with him and, of course, not thinking about politeness just take out my rations and share some with him oh uh he's actually very grateful great anything is better than this slop right now (laughs) (laughs) lorzach is going to try and catch mandy's ear for a moment um that's not hard how much is left the food how many days well the seven of you showing up has certainly made things a lot worse don't know if you have anything else to share but if we can make it a week i'll be surprised and unless that worm wants to start offering up slabs of itself, we're going to start starving. This fort is only prepared to stock itself for two months without supplies. Now, that's independent of whatever I have given up, which is the remainder of my livelihood. 
The fact that people have been dying to raids and escape attempts is the only reason that we've been able to stretch these resources an extra month. But there have been three attempts to get resources to us, people we have watched die on the battlements, that we cannot send a message to tell them to stop sending people to us. And my greatest worry is that we'll be long dead before the Boros actually make any serious effort to come out here and investigate what happened. Lorzesh considers all this. Um... And, and Gory kind of like follows up the conversation and just says, imagine the trap. How many Boros legionnaires are going to get slaughtered in a big, giant, gruel trap? And what happens when the gruel get a serious fortification so close to Sunholm? It's not just about trying to get out of this place. It's about trying to keep the gruel out. The worm attacks escalated three months ago. There was also an influx of soldiers around that time, yes? Um, there was a, a, a small advancement of soldiers, some placement. I gotta be honest with you, it's not the greatest place to be stationed. Of those soldiers, how many have survived? Just one. Gorham. Yes. Uh, Lorzech is gonna thank both of them and then sort of scuttle away to take a seat near Gorham. Okay. Anyone else? Saloran is going to sit down next to Elroy after Elroy gets his food and just eats. Okay. Xenia casts minor illusion and just like makes the sounds of like plates and stuff sound just a little louder above above her and Dr. Dr. Z. Okay. And she's like, okay, Dr. Z, let's play a game. I'm talking about Gorham, but we're going to call him Stan. <laughs> There's a guy I know. His name is Stan. Stan is... <laughs> he, he's not the guy. He is a minotaur. Yes, okay. Yes, there's lots of minotaurs around. <laughs> lots of minotaurs. Do you think there's anybody... Are those goggles for seeing? Are those ears for hearing? I cannot believe they let you inside the guild. You are so loud. I have to be loud to talk over my machines. Xenia cups her hands around his ear and says... Do you think anyone here is worm calling? Perhaps Stan. <laughs> Please speak in my pocket. Are you talking about summoning the worm? Yes. <laughs> when? Why? Lots of reasons to kill everybody else around here, man. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know anything about, I, 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 I don't know the animals, I hate them, the, the noises and the living. Understood. Yes. All right, I would have thought your curiosity would have gotten the better of you. Stampy, you worm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we can talk about real people's names now. Yes, Um. he seems, yep. Uh, I actually think that's all he's going to say. Moving on. He's just sort of grumbling and trying to, like, eat his food. And Saloran uh, <laughs> is going to stand up, go to the front door of the mess hall, and get everyone's attention by wrapping the blade of his hand axe and then forcing the door closed with it. Everyone against the wall. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, why? Yeah. <laughs> we can, yeah, we can totally, like... 
No, no, no. Parix will 100% go, what's happening? Yeah, I'm in control of like nine characters right now. Why? As Okay, so the idea that I have is I want to cast Zone of Truth because there's a lot of talking around stuff and I just want to cut through it. Oh. What's the range on Zone of Truth? I know it's a 15 cone radius around whatever point I choose. A 15 foot cone. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, sorry. 15 foot sphere. Zenia leans over to Dr. Z and says, this guy's a real piece of work. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Zabadee just sort of like looks up from his food and just goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down this shot up and eat your food. Um, so that covers all of this. Oh, great. Where's everyone sitting? So, We're I mean, in, yeah, okay. unless they are trapped in this corner or if you want to just slide it so that you hit everybody and they're not like standing by the door waiting to run out, you hit everybody in the zone of truth. Great. I'm going to pick the middle point and cast zone of truth within the middle of the mess hall. As you begin to cast zone of truth, private steam begins vomiting a lot. Uh... Uh, 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 and falls over. Yeah, I will grab Delania and, and go immediately ends up to like completely upending one of the tables as he collapses, spilling everything onto the ground. That table also being where you, Perix, and Bud, and Delania are seated. Okay. I will go immediately to Steen, bringing Delania the healer to... Um, tell her to start. I guess I'm doing a medicine check to see if, like, obviously, it feels like he's been poisoned, but I want to make sure that that's true. Oh, he's vomiting everywhere. Yeah, okay, great. Uh, I don't have any healing. Clutching his stomach. I don't have any healing abilities in this. I have a great medicine, but that's not useful. So, uh, Delania, do the thing. I guess Parix would tell the frontline healer. She, she, like, starts healing him and administering healing to him, and, um, she she kind of like stabilizes him for a moment and and she's like are you okay and he's just sort of like and she's like i think it it takes her a very very brief point of time right because she is an emergency medic right her job is to deal with people who just got hit by shit on the front lines and she's like i think he's stable he's not well but this floor is not the best place for a patient. I need to take him to the hospital. Could you please remove the axe from the front door? I flip up the table that he is just upended. Yes. I clear it off. Yep. I put Steen on top of it. Her medical supplies are in the hospital. That's all she's asking. I do have a medicine kick that... It's, it's like, he, okay, you know, oh, so he is stabilized and he's still dying. Okay. Um, She's just asking to take him to the infirmary. Yeah, yeah. your medicine doesn't top mine and I can't be helpful here. <laughs> Perix, go with her. Yeah, sure. Assist yeah. as much uh, as you she can. She looks at you and says, clearly people need to have conversations Perix is going to be like, people. open the door. I will do my best to get him talking as fast as I can, but my supplies are in the infirmary. Something clearly is messed up on the inside. Do I please have permission to just take him to the emergency room? Of course, please. So she kind of like flips him up. You're going to go with her? Yeah. Great. So do, 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 do. So they just kind of like rush out and everyone is just sitting in the mess hall like, uh. Yeah. So Lauren has taken hello? the axe so ax out and looks at Kara and goes, I guess we have two less suspects, Master Sergeant. Okay. When did you two start liking each other? <laughs> 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 well, welcome to the fun house, people. So, room full of people. Somebody just got super sick out of nowhere. 
Ned. Are we not just gonna zone of truth? Why are we paused? <laughs> yeah, no. What yeah, is I happening? Assume, I assume. <laughs> <the> thing. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, they're still there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Going back, going back, going Nobody's back. Nobody's leaving. <laughs> yeah, Nobody's I'm... leaving. So Lauren lets the three of them out, yes. jams his axe back in to keep it locked, okay. and goes, I guess we have two less suspects, Master Sergeant, and then casts Zone of Truth in the middle of the mess hall. Good. <laughs> What's the Eddie noise? Brow. <laughs> and I... Um, what is the what is the range? Is it a 15-foot thing? It is a 15-foot radius, so the total diameter is 30, which spans the length of that mess hall. Yeah. Okay, so the entire mess hall is in a zone of truth. Yes, they need to pass a DC charisma of 16. Oh my god, so I many know. fucking dice rolls. Right. Including all of you all, or do you get to pick? I, so. All right, I am not going no. to tell you who succeeds or who fails. Yeah. Okay? There's, that's part of the description, though. What? You know whether each creature succeeds or fails on the saving throw. Ah, so you get to know who can and cannot lie. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, Dr. Zappity succeeds, so he can lie. Mandy Graves succeeds, so she can lie. Kovix fails, so he cannot lie. Widget fails, so he cannot lie. Delania is with Perix and Private Steen. Gory fails with a natural one and cannot lie. More specifically, just starts telling truth for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went to bed till I was 12. Oh, you did? That was my exact line. Oh, <laughs> stop reading my shit. Uh, Private Bud fails and cannot lie. Corporal Gorham succeeds and can lie. Sergeant Elroy succeeds and can lie. Damn. Rancid fails and cannot lie. Should we also? I I did. I oh. rolled a nat 20. So, oh, like, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. going to lie so my face lie. off for Actually, no reason at all. You all- <laughs> Yeah, you all, uh, the, the two of you also better roll because who knows what David's going to do. Uh, I rolled a one, so I can't lie. I don't think you would would lie. Right. right. <laughs> but that's I just mean, in character. I feel like I that's think you just, just got a pro- free one. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> burned a one. Yay. So Xenia cannot lie. Great. I also don't know that Xenia can lie. No. I don't think she understands the concept of saying something that isn't real. <laughs> that isn't a fact. Is Zone of Truth to you? Or like hypothetically, can like someone ask Lars that's a question? <laughs> he has to respond. Anyone within the Zone of Truth cannot tell a lie. Got it. So technically they could all intertalk and it would also be truths and lies. Great. Correct. Thank you. So Lauren is not concerned about his immediate party right now, but the pressing issue of the worm in the fort, he's going to look at Lorzach and say, we should pause out who's telling the truth and who has something to hide. He separates who can lie and who cannot lie. He's not going to force that onto Xenia or Fakara because they may be forced to reveal something while they're interrogating the others. So you don't have to speak to someone. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, or like, you don't have to do or do not, but I'm just saying that. Mm. Did any of you poison Steen? You're talking to all of the people who cannot lie. Yes. You're only talking. So right now we're only interrogating people who cannot lie. Yes. Every one of them tells you, no, we did not poison Steen. Are any of you involved with the worm or the gruel? No, we are not involved with the worm or the gruel. Um, but, 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 yeah. And Lord Zetchel. So all of the people who cannot lie definitely says, we have no communication. We are not involved with the gruel. And Lord Zetch will pose the same question to people that apparently can lie. Everyone swears that nobody poisoned Private Steen and nobody is secretly in allegiance with the gruel. 
So that's a 23 for insight. I will give you a general insight check among the group. Everyone is telling the truth. Great. Then if no one is associated or with- Or is the... very, very good at believing what they believe. Yeah. <laughs> Great. That was just to confuse you, Andrew. I apologize. <laughs> funny. Um, so, so if no one is associated with the gruel and no one has worked in any capacity to call the worm, at least among the subjects that we have in this room, and we're excluding ourselves, the only two people that remain are Delania. Who came with us. And Steen. And Widget also came with you. Yeah, but Widget had so much fun throwing the ordinance at the dorm. I can't believe he did summon it just to do that. Uh, Lorzach is also personally very relieved that uh, Widget has been cleared from suspicion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Look, if I was going to do somebody in, it'd be, you know, boom. From the from the infirmary here. Boom. <laughs> Which goes, shit. <laughs> and that was an accident. Uh, mush surprise. Uh, what will, are you going to do? Lorzach will take a, a glance to Saloran and hike a thumb out the door and head on out of the mess hall. Um, before we do that, Saloran will remove the axe from the door, turn to everyone and say, thank you for your cooperation. Oh yeah, we're all having a wonderful time now. <laughs> Enjoy your meal. Sorry for like, any this disturbance. Is, this, is, this is sort of this weird, <laughs> sadistic give up that, that Widget is sort of thrown in here. And now he's like, yeah, at this point, let's just see where this goes. Like, So Lorzach is off to the infirmary. So Lord yes. as well. Okay. March, 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 march. Kick open the door. How dare you? We're treating a patient. That was you. <laughs> Perix, Perix turns to the door that has just been kicked open. How dare you? We're treating a patient. <laughs> Whoa. My God, man, I'm a doctor. <laughs> Not Whoa. a frogman. Whoa, 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 whoa. We've cleared the ones in the mess hall from any suspicion, which means we have only two suspects remaining. What's going on in the... In, I don't know what they've walked in on. How's, how's he doing? What's going on here? I don't know what happened to him. We carried him to the infirmary. Yeah. Yeah. And he's... Being, he's being treated like he's being healed by Delania. Okay, great. Uh, of what she reports as internal injuries. So then, yeah, do your thing. Well, is he conscious? Is he? Is he able? These to... are all questions. Yeah. Uh, lucid. He's lucid. Yeah. All right. So uh, I would say that Steen is in a position where he cannot answer questions. Yeah. Okay. If there are other people to watch Steen, and. Perix uh, is not needed in the healing of Steen. Okay. While they're watching, I'm going to say don't let him out of your sight, or her, I guess, though she seems cool. Perix is going to return to the mess hall to try and grab a small amount of the spilled gruel to do whatever field tests a Simic would do to see if he could figure out if it was poisonous or figure out what the poison would be. See if he can detect poison or disease. Like that ritual thing that I do. Right. Yeah. So I will do exactly that. It takes 10 minutes. Detect poison. Detect okay. poison disease. So you guys are going to ask the question while he's doing Checking the ritual. Checking the poisons itself. Please ask away. Lorzach is going to apologetically pose a question to Delania. Yeah, she's pretty put off. You can see on her face that she's trying to save this guy's life. Are we going to zone of truth them? Or? I can't. Oh, you're I'm out of spell slots. Good talk. Level two spell slots. Please pardon the intrusion, but we simply must exclude you from suspicion. Have you now or have you ever been affiliated with the Gruul clans or with the practice of worm calling? She's super, like super offended. She's trying to save this dude's life and she's a medic and she's like, 
I can't. No, I'm not a member of the Gruel Clan. I've never been affiliated with the Gruel Clan. I'm sorry. I, I do believe that I helped you. I remember helping you, you assholes. Uh, 26 for insight. She has never been a member of the Gruel Clan. She's not affiliated with the Gruel Clan, and she did try and help you guys. And Lorzach will respond in kind, for which I am so very thankful. Your help, your continued generosity, and the acumen with which you saved this young man's life. She throws you a cuss in Devkar and Elvish. And Lorzach is sort of surprised? Yeah. She's human, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she looks like she's had a hard life. Some somehow, somehow she has learned a, a dev car and cuss. Yeah. And throws it at you. Neat. Neat. <laughs> so Lauren is going to examine Steen. He's going to examine his mouth. Is there anything like I mean you can look at his mouth. You're not gonna medically examine his mouth. She's not gonna let you. Yeah. Mm, she doesn't have to let me. Yeah, I wanna do that. He's not he's lucid, but he can't speak. So Lauren moves up to Steen and shoots her a look that says, move. So you make you make a move to her, mm-hmm. and um, you see her tighten her fist. And suddenly around her and the patient, as she's healing him with one hand, and her fist clenches, and this ethereal sphere wraps around them, something that you physically notice that you can't penetrate, and she looks up at you and she says, I learned this from an Azorius friend of mine. Get away now. Has anybody asked whether or not this asshole did the poisoning? I heard what he said about that little goblin out on the battlements. Who is this guy? Who is he with you? I'm going to say this one more time. Nobody gets between me and my patients. Now fuck off. Wait outside. So Lauren throws looks eyes of daggers at her and then turns and leaves. I apologize. On his behalf. She releases the spell. Uh, Lorzach. If you would like to discuss something with me, I promise I will make myself available. But right now, this young boy is in critical condition. Could somebody please afford me the privacy to focus? Are you still in the room? No, but like, no one leave her alone with this kid. Yeah. I'm not worried about her. I'm worried about, well, I'm worried about her from him if he's the one trying to do things. Yeah. Can, I was trying to get him to do it. And you might be able to do it to ask Delania as a way to help to yeah. see if he has like a tooth that was fake and had like cyanide or some shit in that. Oh. I know it's silly, but it's- yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You were casting a ritual of- Poison and disease, yeah. Yes. I'm assuming you're trying to stay in range of him to do it? No, no, I was going to go do it on the thing he ate, but yeah, I can do it. That would be also an acceptable option. Where would you like to cast I was originally spell? going to go to the mess hall and check what Okay, was. so you go into the mess hall and you do yes. a ritual spell. Technically, I can now walk back to the infirmary so the and table, I will also find the out. Table, the table that got knocked over, yeah. there is now a pile of shit on the floor. Right. By the time you return, there are people making an effort to clean it up. Sure but you can sense traces of scorpion poison on the ground. Great. It's very, very difficult to place anything, though, because some idiots have started cleaning up the crime scene in your absence. Which, by the way, fuck you, Boros. And uh, as you... Uh, there, there's a mess. They started cleaning it. Yeah. Um, like and as you walk back, you can... Because it lasts for like 10 minutes, it's right? A, it is a one hour. An hour, right. So as you walk back, you can sense the same 
Scorpion Poison is with inside private steam. You were right. It's 10 minutes, and I apologize. Uh, 10 minutes yep. is enough time for you to walk from the mess hall to the infirmary. On that path, or yes. while I was in the room, or yes. uh, what I'm actually more interested in, more than the porridge that he was eaten or the stomach of Private Steen, yes. I'm looking for a capsule, a vial, a bottle, a thing that could have been used to put the scorpion poison in something. The only thing that you can detect is whatever that spilled pile of mush meal that they were eating mm -hmm. was poison, and the only other place that you can sense it is within Private Steen. There are no traces of it on anybody. There's no traces of it lingering around anywhere. None of that stuff. Okay. Uh, well, then I, if y'all are dealing with Steen and and uh, person's name, I'm forgetting right now. Delania. Thank you, Delania. Uh, I would like to very briefly chat with Private Gory, the dude who cooked the food. Sure. Uh, so, um, Private Gory, uh, this man was poisoned by food you prepared, which does not look good. I'm not accusing you of poisoning him, but I am asking. Good. I am. Because <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I got that part. I am asking. While you were preparing food, besides you and Mandy, was anyone handling the food? No. How would you imagine this man got poisoned? Well, it wasn't poisoned by us. Mandy can lie. Somebody put poison in the food? I don't know, but I ate the food. Everybody else ate the food. I ate the food. There's no traces. I thought I'd get a vial of something. Okay, that's it for me. I mean, right he now. poisoned himself. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of my Yeah, thought. he's, yeah, he's doing it to duck suspicion and, and get out of the line of questioning. Is the theory... That I currently have. Gory was one of the people that could not lie. Gory was one of the people that could not lie? Great. Correct. Um, we can't revive Steen. I ate right my now. own food, man. I didn't poison anybody. If Delania is a Boros Legion soldier, she will have to obey one person in our party. I mean, right. she seems to be healing him and bringing him back, which is how we can talk to him, but we've got to do something in the meantime. We can also just let him die. <laughs> um, yeah. I thought I was the dude that it's like Malvis read all over again just a random thing happens and like the apocalypse is averted we saved it <laughs> I'm sorry that would be the awesomest way for this campaign to end for, for no that's a lie that would be the dopiest way for this campaign to end for you guys to just be like not gonna save him and then me just sit here and go uh, you win. <laughs> that was it you just had to decide um, you know, somebody yeah, yeah. die honestly I probably did not even move out of my chair at this point because keeping calm is what you need to do in a situation like this. I quietly get up with my dishes, set it in the sink, and walk towards the infirmary to see how he is doing without a word. Right. The um, private note to the new master sergeant. <gasps> I feel special. You won't when you read it. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's... Yeah. Glad um, we're on the same page. Right. All right. It. So yeah, you march sure. your big bovine butt over to the infirmary. Right. Delania, what can I do to help? Master Sergeant, at the moment, what I really need is just a moment to let this kid live. I know everybody's really freaking out. I have no idea what happened, but it's my understanding that this young man was poisoned. And right now I'm doing everything I can to keep the poison from killing him. Just give me some time, please. Fantastic. Lord Zatch and Paris can either assist if that's helpful, or we can stay outside and wait for I, her to be done. Yeah, I would suggest I'll stay in there because I want to, this, I don't want this, he, no matter what, I'm in charge for once and I'm not going to let someone die on my watch. Okay. okay. And you want to let her do it your, her way? Yeah. Great. Okay. Um, okay. If, if she needs help, she will tell me, I'm sure. Then uh, Lord Zatch respectfully bows and slinks outside. 
Great. Oh, you don't have to slink. Oh, it's, so kind of, like it's kind of it's kind of his default oh, yeah. movement. <laughs> it's like a, yeah, it's, <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. The, okay. the character sprite moves right, only a certain yeah. way. Okay, yeah, yeah, point, point. All right. So the moon rises over Ravnica, and nighttime finally sets in on a rather exhaustive day. And what was meant to be hopefully a moment of honor and relief has just sort of broken this Boros garrison into more and more disarray as a potential poisoning has happened within the fort. Everybody separates themselves. Those of you who are soldiers make their way into the barracks. Delania spends the rest of the evening looking over Private Steen in the infirmary adjoining the barracks. Those of you who are non-military have to spend your nights in the non-military barracks, joining the likes of Mandy Graves, Rancid, and the retired brigadier. You soon learn that whatever his position is in this particular facility, Dr. Zappity has his own private quarter attached to the armory, where he stays by himself. For Caro or Drun, you have yes. your own private quarters. Right. Um, I'm staying in the infirmary until I find out that he's out of the woods. Um, I, I think after a little bit of time, Delania tells you that he is stable, and um, she just sort of sits there for a moment. Um, somebody brings a cot in for her, and she says, I'm just going to rest here in case he calls out. She says, but... I think I have him stable. Please, please, Master Sergeant, go get some rest. Okay. I don't want to have to heal you too. So she she sort of like shoes you out, like, go rest, please, go rest, please. And for the moment, you get a sense that thankfully this frontline medic is on hand and this poor scarified woman has done a great deal to help you guys today. Next time on Encounter Party, the squabbles of the garrison turn deadly as things go from bad to worse. Are these soldiers doomed to destroy each other, or is someone working for the outside? Find out next time on Encounter Party! Encounter Party is produced by Play Plus One and Charging Moose Media, based on the worlds of Dungeons and & Dragons and Magic the Gathering, created by Wizards of the Coast. Original campaign written by Brian David Judkins. Sound capture and original effects by Will Malones. Edits and mixing by Ned Donovan and Katie Brow. Theme song and additional music by Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios. Additional music by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech. Special thanks to Megan Judkins and Will Malones. Perix here, with a quick message for you from the Encounter Party team. I've been modified so many times, but the next modification will be to give an auto-review to my favorite podcast on the platform of your choice. You can find your adaptation and news and updates on the show at EncounterParty.com. I also might modify myself to just automatically join the Facebook group The Encounter Party, or even give a follow to us on Twitter and Instagram at Encounter underscore Party. Why? Because Encounter Party is dope, we are looking to interact with you more. Thanks, y'all.